Welcome to Everything Scary 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me as always is Mandy. Ooh, you're so excited. I know, I'm excited. Actually, I've been waiting to watch this one for a while, so I am kind of excited about this movie. Uh, this is a movie that I found, uh, I think through another podcast, uh, somebody mentioned it. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of this. Let me go ahead and check it out. And uh, I saw the trailer for it, and my God, I love every second of it, because uh. I, I just... I want it to be a good thing. I hope it's a good thing. Uh, this one's going to be on Tubi. It is going to be 1989's Blades. Uh, it is a, uh, from best that I can tell, it is Jaws, but with a lawnmower. You did tell me about yes, this one. Yes, okay. I did. All right, yeah, that sounds I'm awful. I'm excited. It, the, the interesting thing about this one, though, too, is, like I said, this one's on Tubi. I'm wondering if this is going to look like, like, like something from the 70s. It's going to look like crap. Because what was the one that we watched <laughs> just recently was Empire of the Ants. Yes. And even though that one had terrible, like, Bird Eye Gordon, you know, side issues with everything going on, mm -hmm. it's still, like, I, I think we got the upscale version of it. But all the trailers that I'm seeing look like they're from, like, the 70s, even though they're from 1990, which film quality back then, you know, I lived it, uh, wasn't that bad. You know, it, it didn't look great. Don't get me wrong. I really I mean, thought it was from the seventies. Yeah, now I know. That, See, now that I'm thinking it's about weird. it, I'm like, wait a minute. It, it was. I thought it was shot like a long time ago. I, I don't want to. You know, this is one of those situations, though. I hope they didn't upscale it too, too much because what was the weird part that I saw? Uh, I watched the upscaled versions of uh, TNG, mm -hmm. uh, Star Trek: Next Generation. For those not in the know, uh, and the weirdest part for me was. Uh, seeing all the screens and the displays that they have having screws in them. Yeah. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, welcome to the future where we still use Phillips head screwdrivers. I refused to, to notice that much detail in it. I'm like, it, no, it's, it's going to be ruined for me forever. It's got to be four by three and it's got to be in 72 or 720p at most. You know, you got to have a little bit of fuzz because it can't be that, because if it looks too pretty, then you're just like, oh my God, I can see all the makeup caked on poor Brent Spiner's face. Yeah. Uh, but this one is coming to us from Thomas R. Rondinella. We, we just went over this. Rondinella. Rondinella. That's why I, I said it that way because I was just like, wait, what? Again? Rondinella. We just got it. Uh, interestingly enough, he's only got a few uh, directorial uh, like things going on. So he's he did direct a, a, a 1990. Uh, movie uh it's a tv movie by a girl's guide to sex uh which looks like it's supposed to be serious kind of thing which is a little weird mm -hmm. it's only notable because uh it is listed in a couple of things as uh rachel true's first movie so the uh girl from uh the craft the one with uh, the hair that falls out Oh. Yeah. Oh, I know her. And where they do... You know what I really hated about the craft, and I think we talked about this on the, the episode that we did of it, was uh, when they turn, she turns her, her face to look at the mirror, and her mirror turns the opposite direction, mm -hmm. and I never put that together when I was originally watching it. I'm just like, this isn't weird. And then it was like, oh, wait, no, that is kind of weird, isn't really? it? Really? Oh, yeah. It was, you never I, noticed that? I, I didn't care about it. No. I think it was such a, a subtle thing that it wasn't like... You know, it wasn't like her hair was all gone, or... She was falling apart or something like that. It's like, oh, look, she the the, the reflection turned the same way that she did. Woo! Uh, <laughs> and but it turned slower than she did. It did, and it looked wrong. It so did. I was like, eh. I think that's what it's supposed to do, though. Uh, he was also uh, did a 2010 documentary called Scrappers, which has to do with uh, the uh, people scrapping during uh, getting, like, junk uh, sale, not sales, but like gathering junk for the war effort uh, during World War II. Oh. 
Uh, he's uh, actually a, an editor, though. Apparently, he's pretty well known as an editor, which I thought was weird because I even checked his editing stuff. It didn't have a whole lot. He did 1989's uh, A Fool and His Money, which was a Sandra Bullock vehicle. Which Vehicle? I, yeah, it's a movie. No. Yeah. I've um, never heard You've never you heard were, it as a vehicle? I've never heard it's, you it's, refer to it as a vehicle. She's the, the, the driver. She's the, the driving reason for it to be in there. That's why it's a vehicle. Mm. Uh, it also looked like crap. <laughs> I was seeing. I was like, "Oh wow, oh no, this is gonna be terrible." Mm. But uh, it is kind of funny because we have. Uh, this was written by Thomas Rondinella, uh, also with uh, William R. Pace and John P. Finnegan. All three of them were writers on a movie from 1989 called All's Fair that has George Siegel, the dad from uh, the. Um, he was the dad in Just Shoot Me, and he was uh, Dr. Quest in the first part of Johnny Quest, The uh -huh. Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. Yeah, and we yeah. were just like, oh my god, it's that guy. Uh, but this is like some executive retreat, uh, and they, it, like, you know what it reminded me of? Um, do you remember in Good Omens, because I remember the book, you probably remember the movie, the one where all the executives go out to the, uh, the paintball course? Mm-hmm. And then they start shooting each other with real guns, and they start losing their mind. From the book, yes. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, it's great, great thing. So that's kind of looks like what they did. So they all worked on that one, uh, and then <laughs> Finnegan wrote and directed his own movie called uh, uh, "Girls School Screamers," which was directed in 1985. So he he made it in 1985. This was a trauma release too, and I don't know if it actually had anything to do with uh, Lloyd Kaufman, but it was released by Trauma, much like this movie. Uh, and it is very much a trauma movie. It's like they didn't expect to have girl to be girl school screamers, ah! and it's like it actually looks really interesting. There's this one part where a girl like tries to turn on a light, and I guess the light like string was supposed to be electrified because she like it starts like tss, and she's like ah, and then it's like smoking. It's like the and it like immediately flashes to a charred arm. Oh, you're right. That that sounds so good. Oh my god, I'm so excited about that one. That's on the list for later too. Yay. Uh, which it is. It is magnificently trauma. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love trauma movies. I don't like the newer stuff because I think they're trying too hard to be old trauma. Uh, but like things like uh, Toxic Crusader and, and even Sergeant Kabuki Man and stuff like that. Those are great movies. Um, I still haven't watched Poltergeist. We need to do that for Thanksgiving, I think. Uh, but uh, we also have uh, William R. R. Pace made his own. So he also got to write and direct a movie. Uh, this was 1999's Charming Billy. A film about a sniper serial killer in a small town up a watchtower. Huh. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of the... I want to say it was like... I, I don't remember when it was from, but it was uh, Christian Slater as a, like a balding guy, and it was called he was I think it was he was a quiet man was the name of the movie something like that, Weird. and uh, it was it's I, I hope it's something like that. It doesn't look like that though because the uh, the the screen the front screen of it like mm -hmm. when you get to see like the 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 poster for it mm -hmm. looks like terrible crap. Uh, <laughs> like, I wonder why. I was like, oh no, this looks awful. I You could probably turn this into like a Paris, Texas kind of thing though. Make it like this really expensive, big budget, like, you know, oh, it's all about feelings and man's inhumanity against man as a sniper standing on top of a water tower, you know, something like that. But it's not, It's it definitely isn't. <laughs> it looks terrible. It looks like um, Kitchen Privileges. That terrible movie that we have that you're just like, wait, no, we're not I don't watching even, that one. I don't even know that one. Oh, we physically have that uh, disc, which is the funniest thing. 
Uh, this one does have Robert North in it. Uh, this is the only acting that he has, uh, but he was executive producer on two Sword and Sorcery movies, one of them which I have actually watched, which was 1988's Death, uh, it's Deathstalker 3, Deathstalker and the Warriors from Hell, which was also a Mystery Science Theater movie. That's where I saw it. Oh, that makes uh, sense. And then 1990's Barbarian Queen 2, uh, The Empress Strikes Back. Oh. So I'm excited about that one. We got... Jeremy Wyland, who had a small part in The Beastmaster from 1982, so we, he was yeah. actually in a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in uh, 1987's Talking Walls and 1988's Hot Splash, which was weird because when I watched the video, you can get a VHS rip of it off of YouTube, but it's like it immediately is showing you stuff. And I was like, what, what is this on here? And it's it's some drug dealer guy is going to... He kidnaps a surfer who screwed up his drug deal. And his friends have to get him back. Like, before a surfing competition. So it's like breaking two, but, you know, more intense. Uh, but the funniest part about it was it had a black cat in it. Which you'd think that some dude who worked on Beastmaster, where they, you know, put dye on the cat. And the cat died. You know, giant, like, tiger. They... they the black cat from Beastmaster died because of that. Hmm. Uh, you'd think that he'd be like, maybe we shouldn't put dye on the on the big tiger. I don't know. It seems toxic. Yeah, that would that. Yeah. <laughs> we got Jesus. Victoria Scott, who only has three uh, movies. Uh, what, this one being one of them. Uh, another one being uh, 1985's Witness and 1996's Kingpin. Uh, the uh, the one with um, uh, I want to say it had it was the one where uh, what's uh. The guy from the Ghostbusters is driving me nuts now. Uh, Vankman. Uh, Bill Murray? Bill, Bill Murray, yeah. Bill Murray's like the... It's it's not about him, but he's like the bad guy. And they're trying to get... I want to say... Is it Woody Harrelson? Yeah. It? It's the bowling Woody, one, right? It's the bowling one. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Hmm. Uh, I don't know about Witness, but, you know, Kingpin, yay! <laughs> and she's she's like blank, blank mother or something like that. So yeah. it's it's not even like she had a big part. None of these people have big parts in anything else. Which I thought was hilarious. Uh, the only other person who's got anything listed under their, their stuff other than this movie is John McBride, who played in such movies as uh, 1988's Woodchipper Massacre. Oh, yeah. Uh, Feeders and Feeders 2 Sleigh Bales. Uh, it's tw uh, 2001's Hellgate, The House That Screamed 2. And 2005's Black Mass. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. This is going to be so mm. bad. Can you taste it? Can you taste it a little bit? It tastes it, like... It, it tastes like, like old pizza, stale cigarettes, and, and warm beer. Ew. On a Friday night. Ew. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is this awful. is at the end of the night. Yeah, it was like, what do we got to watch? Well, we grabbed three movies from, from the Blockbuster. What do we got? I'm going to take a nap while you watch this movie. And we, we had that the terrible, like, oh, I hated it. Whenever you'd go to the like the Blockbuster and you're just like, oh, we could go to better video stores than the Blockbuster. You wanted to go to the other one, but everybody had to go to the Blockbuster because that was the closest one, damn it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, we're going to cut it here. We're going to go watch this movie with three people in it, and we'll be back. Uh, you're, I think you're going to like it. I'm so I'm, I'm hoping this is going to be good. Again, watch this one on Tubi. We will be right back. <laughs> yep, be back soon. Golf. For the pros at tall grass, it's a game of big money and prestige. We're going to have the finest tournament this golf course has ever seen. My God, we're talking TV, Roy. A game where playing around implies much more than just 18 holes. I think I like your shaft better. And a game where the term sudden death 
has very recently taken on a whole new meaning. I've seen mutilations, amputations, and decapitations. We're dealing with a maniac using some kind of a power tool. His head had been severed clear off his shoulders. What are we going to do? Now, they are faced with the dilemma of whether to call off the tournament. Absolutely not. But you still don't know what you're dealing with, do you? Or confront the deadly killer. On his own turf. when you thought it was safe to punt. And we're back. We are back. I enjoyed this one. I know I, 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 I don't think you did cuz I was, it was okay. You just you had like a you had like a, a stone face the whole time. No. It was okay. I enjoyed it. I I think that this the fact is the reason why I enjoyed it so much is probably because it was played absolutely straight. They, re- they really did. This was um, th- this was clearly Jaws. I mean, it's, this is Jaws. But yeah. it was the fact that they didn't, like, constantly wink at the camera. There weren't any other jokes mm-hmm. either. Like, there was, like, a couple of jokes. There was, like, one or two jokes where you're like, okay. But, like, like, like the reference to Jason midway through. There was That was odd. That was weird. Yeah, but, like, it, it, the fact that everything, everything was played absolutely just like no this is exactly how this is going to work you know kind of thing <laughs> i loved it so nobody nobody looked at the camera nobody did anything and it starts out fairly funny we've got uh, kind of a weird uh you know flip-flop of of the uh the situation that happens i guess at the beginning of jaws it's been a while since i've seen jaws yeah like so a long time like i probably should have watched it in fact i would suggest watching this Actually, what I would suggest is watching Jaws, watching this, and then watching Caddyshack. Like, just kind of, if you're going to do a threesome kind of movie thing, just watch watch Jaws first, watch this one, and that's that's enough decompression to where you can, it's like it's like coming up so you don't get the, the movie version of the, the bends there, ah. so you can just kind of enjoy your stuff. But it does start out with um, some kids uh, drinking and, and partying on the green. Uh, at uh, the Tall Grass Country Club in Nevada, which I thought was weird because it's it's very green. It's very it's uh, it feels like Saskatchewan, or like I think this was was shot in New Jersey or something like that. So it feels like it was done definitely not in Nevada. Right, the trees that just by the trees alone. Yeah, uh, well, just the fact that there wasn't like you know people complaining about water or it being hot. <laughs> You know, I'm, I get it. There's other places in Nevada, but I'm just saying there's not that many places in Nevada. Anyway, uh, so it does start out with a guy who is just does not want to sleep with his girlfriend, who is like super horned up. She's like, "Come on, let's go out. I have to go to the bathroom. Follow me or something like that." The, it was uh, weird. The roles were definitely reversed. On a that. little bit of that. So uh, she finally coaxes her boyfriend out into the darkness near the tall grass. Uh, just off, you know, because you get your greens, you got your rough, and then you got the the crap that nobody gives a crap about. Uh, and uh, they're they're running around out in the crap that nobody gives a crap about, and it's supposed to be the water. 
So if you, you think of everything that's with tall grass being the water, like, you know, it's the jaws, jaws. thing. Yeah, yeah, it makes a little bit more sense. Uh, and <laughs> it's just like the boyfriend disappears for like a little bit. And then he comes out of the, the tall grass somehow. <laughs> it's like, ha ha. And she's just like, what the hell? Uh, and it's like, oh my God, I get sticker burrs all over the place. It's like, well, maybe you shouldn't be touching that or so it was weird like and then, and then they still thing. and then they still end up falling on top of all the burrs yeah they do uh which is hilarious because then we get full-on Raimi vision as the the perspective of the mower comes racing towards them and then we i do we even see anything at this point or is it just like we ah! just see them uh we, we see it coming towards them, yeah. and then it breaks away. It breaks away. That's right. And then we start out, and we are seeing the country club in full country club, country clubbiness. <laughs> uh, as people are kind of walking around, and we're introduced to our first person, Victoria Scott, is playing, uh, was it, I just kept, Deke kept calling her Missy. That was my problem. All right. Yeah. Kate? Kelly. Oh, yeah. Kelly. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Kelly. Kelly, uh, who is the golf pro. Uh, at uh, the Tallgrass Country Club. Uh, and she is uh, shooting with, um, I guess, I, I think his name was Osgood or something like that. The uh, the mayor. The mayor of uh, of, of the Jaws, Jaws place. <laughs> uh, but this one is, is the guy who runs the country club, so it's not technically the mayor. But he does have quite a bit of power. And in fact, he uh, controls the police, which I thought was a little odd. Uh, but uh, she's trying to talk to him about the upcoming golf tournament. Uh, and he's like, uh-huh, you, you know what, we'll, we, we need to talk about that. Uh, he goes into the, the sports club place, what was it called? The uh, uh, the pro shop, that's what it's called. I'm glad you remember, because I'm like, it was the store. Yeah, it's, it's this store. No, it's the pro shop, because we see ugly Kevin Bacon being hit on by Beatrice, <laughs> uh, who is Osgood's wife. And she just hits on everybody. She is the, the biggest slut. Just and like she just, just damn. She doesn't even give a shit either. Somebody get that woman a glass of water because she is thirsty. I mean, she flirts like with the other guy, like right in front of her husband's face. It, and he is not. He's like, whatever. I don't give a crap about it. Uh, but as soon as he walks in, we get introduced to uh, Robert North's. Uh, what was his name? Roy, Roy Kent, uh, who is apparently some kind of previously well-known golfer yes, uh he was some sort of golf pro for previously yeah but uh he in the past life falling on hard times but he is now going to be the pro the golf pro uh for the uh tall grass country club much to kelly's chagrin because she was promised that job damn it uh it we can tell that robert's not doing a very good job in fact we we hear multiple times or uh, not robert roy Roy is not doing well because he, uh, we've heard multiple times that he has been out on the grapefruit circuit, which I assume is bad. I don't know. I, I didn't really understand yeah, too I much. Know. I don't know enough about golf to be able to like. I don't know anything about uh, golf. the grapefruit circuit. Of course, that's where the losers go. Uh, but uh, he's he's not having the greatest of times. Uh, and uh, Kelly is wicked pissed at him. For, for taking over her shot. And he's just like, look, I'm I'm here now. Sucks to be you, nerd. And then we go. he goes home. He starts unpacking all the trophies that he has. But he has been drinking heavily uh, up until this point. So much so that he doesn't immediately slam the door on Beatrice when she shows up. And is demanding attention uh, with a bottle of Johnny Walker and a couple of glasses that she brought herself. 
Uh, and then she smashes the... That was the weirdest part to me. Was the, the ice, uh, the smashing ice thing. the ice thing. That was an odd bit. She's just an odd lady. Uh, and they get hot and heavy, uh, which immediately cuts over to Kelly coming over to uh, Roy's house to uh, to bring him a peace offering, a, uh, a ceramic... A uh, plant holder with a plant in it that has golf stuff. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, I just brought this for you. I feel bad that I was being a dick. Every guy wants a golf plant. And Roy's like, oh, that's, uh, I just, you know, and then Beatrice comes out. I was like, oh, hey, oh, is it your turn? I, I, you know, time got away from me. Uh, <laughs> and Roy's like, uh, and Kelly's like, <laughs> I can't believe you. You're terrible. And then she leaves because she got made about that for some reason. Yeah, you know, because he's sleeping with the bo- the boss's wife. Yeah, maybe. but I don't know. It's like you, you completely showed up. In fact, I think slightly previous to this, he was like, oh, no, actually slightly now, like just a, a moment afterwards. He's like, hey, I'm really sorry that you saw that. Let me let me make it up to you and get you some dinner. And she's just like, I think we should have keep this completely professional. I mean, they really should, because they're at work, and he was just fucking the boss's wife. Yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't look... I gotta tell you, the funniest thing about Robert North is he looks like he pooped on your floor, and he feels really bad about it, like, the <laughs> entire time. Like, I, I I liked him. I really did. I, I think he makes a great Roy Scheider uh, wannabe. Like, he does a great job at it, but he seems concerned, like, all the time. You know what he reminds me of is the dad from Modern Family, but... You know, if he had pooped on your floor and he felt really bad about it. Like, he's already cleaned it up. He, he paid for it, but he still feels very awkward about the whole situation. So he feels a little bad. And he keeps looking down and drinking heavily about the fact that he can't stop pooping on people's floors. And yeah, he knows he's going to do it again. He's just like, damn much, it. That's pretty much his constant look. Just say it. Uh, and that's when we, I think we get the next kill, which is Mr. Shimpleton? His name is Mal. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was because it was like, oh, thank you, Mr. Schmimpleton, or something like that. Because uh, he, we, we have Mal come up. Uh, a little the old guy. Nicest little old guy. Reminds me a lot of um, kind of like the guy from uh, The Stand, where it's like the older dude, the guy from My Favorite Martian. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and he's like sitting there, and he's just like, oh, it's it's so good to see you. I knew to d- you, you're going to help me with that slice. Oh, and I got Caddy, my dog. So the dog is there. Good news, the nice. dog does not die. The dog does not die. The however, dog, it does still make you sad. However, uh, though, yeah. Mel does die. He, he dies. Yes, oh yes, because he, he goes into the uh, the woods. You got really quiet there for a second. I, I was just like, remember? I was, no, I was just, like, you said Mel dies, because it's, it's not Mel in my head, it's Mr. Schmimpleton, or whatever his name oh, was. You don't even remember his it's, name. It's Mr. Schmimpleton. Anyway. It's the Schmimpleton, because he's... The this, nice old guy this dies. A, this is an hour and a half long movie, so it's only like, you know, like 90 minutes, but it still feels like a solid movie. Uh, you know, it's it, it felt longer, and that, that didn't have anything to do with the amount of... Uh, it did feel longer. ...commercials, but it's, I mean, it... It felt okay. It felt like it had a longer <laughs> run time because it was very solid. And it did exactly like Jaws did, where it's not showing. It is showing this this beast run fast at somebody like a Raimi Vision kind of a, a vibe on there. Uh, and uh, oh, we also <laughs> we also see the uh, the two people dead at the very beginning. And they're, in, they're buried in the sand trap. 
And they're holding hands. And they're like, they've got their hands, like they're, it's supposed to be like they're holding hands, but it's sticking straight up. And I'm like, are they high-fiving each other? It does look like they're high-fiving each other. Uh, and that's when they're like, oh no, it's, uh, nothing happened. Uh, everybody, don't worry. We're not closing the links. The links have to stay up. This is Link Town. This is a, this is a golf town. We can't close the links. How dare you? Uh, and, uh, Roy's. And no, we're not going to cancel the tournament. Yeah, How dare you? Roy's a little concerned about that. Uh, so he's sitting there going like, uh, yeah, all right, well, I guess we'll just keep doing this. Uh, and that's when Mr. Schnimpleton, uh, we see him shooting and he's actually doing a pretty good job until he shoots it in the rough and he starts going towards the, uh, the, the ball into the tall grass. And that's when the, uh, the dog will not go in, uh, Caddy the dog. Uh, and Mr. Schmimpleton Mel himself, uh, unfortunately goes into the, uh, the, the, the thicket, the, the deep woods. And we see the, the trees, brush. oh, there we go. That we see the trees start shaking. The minor brush starts shaking. He's like, no. And then the dog's like, Ooh. yes, it was awful. And, and very sad. Yeah. I'm uh, glad the dog didn't die though. We were very glad that the dog didn't die. Uh, it's a little bit later when his body is found we have another uh press conference and say okay well it's obviously some psychopath going around with a lawnmower with a lawnmower like some kind of machinery killing people uh this is when roy talks to the ambulance driver uh who is just odd he reminded me a little bit of evil ed just that yeah and and he's throwing a body bags full of goop into the ambulance and it's squishy there is a, a, so the first two go in there, no problem. And we also see Caddy sitting on top of it with this Mr. Uh, it's Mel's uh, body. Uh, and it says assorted assorted appendages and then abdomen yes. was one of the bags. And then the other one put a question mark. Question mark on there. Uh, and uh, there is. the question mark one was a squishy one. So he, he throws it into the water. And if you've ever had a plastic bag, like a, a Ziploc that you filled full of ice and then it became water. And then you throw it and it makes that sloshy sound. That was, and it, it yeah, it, it's making you tingle it's just thinking about it. It's it is, it is just a little nuts. But this is when the, uh, the ambulance driver, the morgue technician explains to him, uh, that, uh, yes, he has seen something along this lines, um, which, or he heard of something along these lines, which was when a kid got his arm stuck in a wood chipper. Uh, but everything else, he's like, I've seen every kind of killing that you could see. Amputation, decapitation. That looks like this, uh, but he did find a golf ball, uh, and it, which he Roy asks for, which is very interesting. Uh, and then they kind of continue on. Uh, they're still not going to close uh, the links. Uh, they're going to go ahead and, and uh, go at it. And this is uh, the part of the movie that got like just kind of we're going to keep going. And I'm like, okay, let's it, do it. It did feel like a bit long at this point. Yeah, because yeah. this this was the this is the part with. Uh, we're getting ready for the, the, the July 4th cookout in Jaws. Yes. So, uh, But this is the big tournament, the big golf tournament that everyone is waiting for. Yeah. And even though... Uh, so we get to the point where it's uh, they're, they're getting ready for it, and then they have the pro part, and then there's the little kid farther out. Because I forgot completely about the little kid part. You remember um, that part where he's picking up the balls? Yes. So Kelly is sitting out there. She's telling him how stupid he's being. She's like, Roy, you're being a dumbass. Don't, you know, you're screwing this up for everybody. We need to have this. This is a golf town, you know, something like that. And then she's firing off because she's the the other pro. She's the the lower, the lesser pro. Uh, and she starts firing off uh, balls into the woods, causing the kid uh, to, to go after it. I completely forgot about this part before the tournament. All right. 
Uh, and he's like, he's, this little kid wearing the red hat is running up. And he's popping the, the different balls on there. Uh, and then finally goes into the, the grass. He starts getting up and, oh no, <laughs> he gets taken out. We see blood spraying into the <laughs> wall. And that's when Kelly's like, oh my God. And Kelly is clearly the, uh, I think it's Richard Dreyfuss uh, character. She's uh, not the Roy Schneider. I think she's the Richard Dreyfuss character on that. Uh, and she's just like, oh my God. Uh, that's when they go, they see the kid, the, the kid's dead, uh, and they have another uh, press conference, and this is the one just before uh, having the, uh, the the tournament, and they're like, no, we're still having the tournament, how dare you? And uh, that's when uh, they're like, well, at least give us spotters, so that we can, can watch out for the thing. So, we've got a couple of people in this tournament. Uh, the guy who starts winning because he's cheating is a guy named Squire. Uh, and he's, he's just walking around with the golf ball he's and he's like, chuck so it. freaking bad like, and it's awful. It's, it's terrible. He's such a dick. To the point where like, even the guy who normally plays with him is like calling him out, like as he's yelling at the TV about it. Um, they also, oh, I completely forgot about the, the maniac hunt. This is right before it. Cause they, they need to have the, the tournament still going. So the kid's dead. They do the maniac hunt right then. They're like, we're going to deputize all these people uh, and we're going to do the maniac Jesus. hunt. So it's... All this stuff really did like just... It kind of smeared it, over. Because yeah. well, the, the last sequence is is really great because that's when it gets full on Jaws. But uh, up to this point, we have been seeing this guy named Deke uh, kind of popping up. Uh, it is the uh, Jeremy Whalen uh, guy and he is clearly supposed to be the um, James Rourke. I think it is, or uh, the guy who Robert owns the boat in Jaws. Something. Oh yeah, the the boat guy, the the shark hunter in Jaws, uh, and uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, we got this maniac, you know, like somewhere uh, on the greens. We got to get all the people together. So they, the the cop says we need volunteers to show up, and so everybody shows up, and they're utter psychotics. They're all wearing, like, camo, except for the people wearing fencing gear, running around, like, everybody, we got a guy with a flamethrower, a dude who's trying to set uh, the, the trees on fire, uh, it was really ridiculous. It, it, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. So this is, this is clearly the scene when they, somebody picks up the other uh, shark, mm-hmm. is the whole bit of it. Right. Uh, so everybody's running around trying to trying to find stuff until they finally corner him on the on the seventeenth hole and they go out there and who do we see? It is a lawnmower that just a regular lawnmower. Deke, who has been kicked off the country club, who used to be the the greenskeeper, but he is no longer on there, uh, has has been was trying to start and all the maniac the the maniac hunters the deputies are sitting out there going like oh he was gonna kill us with that thing. <laughs> it's got a of course it has a grass bag on it. It's, I love this fucking part because it's it's the the smaller shark and he's like that that uh, that mower has a blade radius one third the size of what's been taking out people. <laughs> Just, I was, that was like, funny. oh my god! That and they're like, funny. whatever, you're a nut job. Take him away. Uh, and that's when they go to talk to Deke, uh, or they they get to watch his interrogation. Yes. In the interrogation room, Deke explains that he thinks that a sentient. A uh, lawnmower is going around killing people, and, and they're like, "He's fucking bonkers!" Oh, complete I, loon! Forget it, forget it. He's he's the person. He's been killing people. We're gonna fry him for sure. And this is when we get uh, to they like, all right. Well, there's nothing we can do. Tournament starts. Uh, they've got the spotters who are all the caddies. Uh, so it's a bunch of kids sitting around, <laughs> and then finally, 
uh, we get to the point where uh, Kelly uh, has been doing a great job up until this point. So she's like, just she's about to take the lead. Uh, that's when Squire cheats. And we know he cheats because we saw him do it a couple of different times, mm -hmm. different ways. Uh, and he's been sucking repeatedly trying to do any of this stuff. And I, I guess that's at the point where things are, are just gonna get to the killing. I think he should probably be a football player more than a golf player. He was a big guy and he just cheated the entire time. Well, but then it, whenever he threw it though, he kept throwing it into the hole. Like perfectly. Yeah. That was pretty good. I was like football player. We also have Beatrice, or B, as she likes to be called, the uh, the owner guy's wife. Uh, being all up on our friend Roy. Roy. Uh, and Roy uh, begins to get a little paranoid. A little bit much like uh, Roy Scheider does in uh, uh, Jaws with the, uh, like, every time he hears, like, he sees something, like, somebody floating around, he's like, oh, okay, no, we're okay. Uh, especially the part, he's, like, yelling at people, trying to call people up, and, and, you know, people aren't being able to hear it. He hears something in the distance, so he, he runs. Uh, Beatrice follows him because she is that damn thirsty, and it's some guy hedging his... His like trees. Lawn. Yeah, or his trees or whatever. He does it every Saturday. <laughs> which I was just like, that's a lot of doing it. And then Roy gets a call in. Uh, and it's, uh, I, I heard something over the 18th hole. Uh, I've tried to call Kelly, but I, I can't get a hold of her. Uh, and so this is because Kelly is is putting and she's, she's real close to winning. That's when... You know, Squire does it again. He cheats and he pops it up into the, the hole uh, with one under. One stroke under yeah. uh, Kelly. So he he wins. But that's when the beast shows up. And the lawnmower comes out of nowhere. And it's it's just going after everyone. Goes directly at B. But uh, Roy is able to knock her out of the way. Unfortunately, Squire is not able to be. And he is shredded. And it is hilarious. Because this is the whole sequence where people, like, even the little kid falls down. And somebody has to pick up the little kid. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, and I was just like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing in the entire world. And, and even Deke, who has been watching this whole sequence from behind bars... With the uh, the the like gate the, the guard. jail keeper guy I don't know the the, uh, the guard where he's yeah the guard uh, it's like so you gonna let me out now and, and, he, and they don't actually they don't. but it's uh, but shortly after though the uh, the the Roy and Kelly have to convince the country club owner yeah because apparently the country club owner has power over the police uh, and says we need Deke out and they're like all right all right I'll do it you know whatever. We'll figure this out. Uh, but unfortunately, B is in uh, some kind of catatonic state where she just can't deal with anything. And her hair is all white. It should have eaten her. Oh, that was funny. It should have eaten her. You wanted her to die so bad. I didn't. She didn't. Uh, this is when we go to... Negative one. <laughs> this is when we go to Deke uh, and Jason's area, because we do have a guy named Jason wearing a hockey mask, uh, doing some... This is one of the most annoying parts. Deke is doing full-on uh, like welding. And Jason is doing grinding on something. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is loud as hell. And it is, they do not, they don't like blink it out. They're like staring directly at the light. I'm like, you're breaking your lens there, guy. I don't know. The, everything's just overexposed. This is terrible. <laughs> uh, but that's when they convince uh, Deke uh, by also paying him $20,000 because nobody got the, uh, the, the tournament uh, payout on there. Right. Uh, so, uh. Uh, they, he's, he's gotta go help them catch the, uh, <laughs> the lawnmower. Uh, Kelly even has to stand up for herself, uh, because she's going to, uh, she's, she's gonna go on there, damn it. Uh, that's when, uh, uh Deke's like, alright, fine, missy. 
We'll do it. He does a really good, I want to say it's Robert Shaw, but he's doing a really good guy with a boat from Jaws. Mm -hmm. Like, really good. Like, it's super solid. Uh, they start gathering things up, and we get to see the van, which is just amazing. But uh, what is it they had in there? They had a couple of different guns. They had uh, C4 from, uh, from Korea and a couple of grenades. And they take it over to this van that has a platform built on top with a chain guardrail kind of thing and a, a turret hole in the van to get up on there. And then and, there's uh, the, the extra tires. Yes, and the extra tires just in case they run into other vans in the middle of the night so they, they don't immediately crack the hall. <laughs> uh, my favorite part was the uh, the little uh, metal arm beam, which is clearly the uh, the chute that they were using in uh, uh, Jaws to shoot the uh, the the, bu the buckets the of chum. Yeah. Out. yeah. Oh, and we do have a chumming sequence too because he starts loading up hay bales with balloons tied to them. Onto the top of the roof, oh, and I loved every. Had, I was so happy, so much fun with that because I didn't realize. I'm like, how are they gonna? Are they gonna chum the water? How are they gonna chum the water? How are you gonna? You gonna attract the lawnmower over to you? And how do they do it? They do it with hay bales, and it is the greatest oh thing gosh. in the entire world. He laughed. I was so happy the entire sequence because he starts throwing these hay bales with little balloons attached to them. Out the back, uh, out off the top of the uh, the the uh, the giant van, and they're like having to drop stuff, and they're like, "Oh, should we start at the 18th hole?" They're like, "No, uh, that's where he was. We need to go where he's gonna be. He won't be there anymore." <laughs> so they they start driving around. They find what's left of Squire, uh, just kind of at spit the up. 17th hole. I think. It was so funny. Uh. And this is when they're kind of sitting out there. They're having themselves a good time. And then they see it. They see it on the horizon. They're like, there it is in the sunset. This giant lawnmower with little balloons floating out on <laughs> off the top of it. That part made me laugh because it just looked like the lawnmower was going to a kid's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> so we do get a little bit of explanation. Apparently this lawnmower belonged to Deep's father, who was the ground, the yeah groundskeeper. For they 25 calling, years. Calling it greenskeeper. Greenskeeper. I yeah. was like, eh. Uh, but he was, uh, yeah, uh, for 25 years at the golf course, uh, it's uh, when they decided to bring in new lawnmowers uh, that um, the, he didn't want to do it because he trusted the old one. Uh, and that's when they kicked him out. Uh, and so uh, Deke comes down there to help his dad clean everything out. And he sees his, his father hanging under the uh, lawnmower. And unfortunately, uh, the father uh, had his head completely cut off. Uh, and the lawnmower was taken away, never to be seen again until now. Uh, and that's when the lawnmower begins to attack them from outside. It starts shaking, <laughs> shaking the van. It's breaking the headlights and oh it's slashing the it's tires. Like they turned the lights on and it went directly for the lights. And it went after one of the tires. And they're like shooting at it, even throwing a grenade, but the damn thing gets away. Uh, so they, <laughs> the light comes up. So they, they decide that they're going to go ahead and... The next morning. Get the uh, the, the van moving. They go outside. Uh, Kelly uh, decides that she is going to... Uh, Change to, the tire. Yeah, because that one's the one that was slashed up. And they had to do that. She's so like, all right. I'm going to go out there and do it while Zeke... Or no, Deke uh, sits on top uh, with a gun. And that's when the lawnmower shows back up. And Roy is like, you got to get her in. Hurry up. Hurry up, Kelly. Hurry up. <laughs> Unfortunately, Kelly, uh, one of the lug nuts is stripped, so they can't get him. Uh, they can't put it all the way on. 
uh, he's just like, screw it, go! <laughs> get up onto the, uh... It starts driving away. The van starts driving away, so Kelly has to run and get up on top of it. I did uh, like the fact that they didn't actually put the lawnmower behind the car, just in case. Just in case. Uh, and then Deke uh, is able to pull her in. Uh, they start going after the lawnmower, and then, unfortunately, the lawnmower goes into the tall grass. This causes Roy, who is driving at this point, to slam into a tree, uh, which completely Fs up their engine, so they're not going anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they decide to, to use a bag of tricks, something that Kelly brought with her. Uh, that was a, a, a bag that, the, you know, maybe we can stop it. Uh, and they look inside of the bag because they, they can't go anywhere. They don't know what to do. They can't call for any help. They're on a golf course, but they can't do anything about it. Uh, so they look. Kelly in, pulls out a bag of sugar. If we get into the gas tank, maybe it'll stop it. And they're just like, how are we going to do that? And it's like, I've got a plan. And then it shows the next morning where Rory is on top of the uh, the little lookout perch that they have you know, built on top of the uh, the van. Is it the next morning or just a little while later? Or maybe a little while later, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Deke is standing in the middle of the field by himself. Uh, <laughs> this is when we get the... It's, it's so ridiculous at this point. So Deke runs uh, towards the van. The van's door apparently is some sort of, like... Like... Ramp? Ramp or something? Yeah, it was amazing. It falls down. Uh, the lawnmower can't make it into the lawn, the uh, into the van because uh, it has two external blades that are too large for that. Mm. And Deke immediately is able to jump away from the the spinning blades by getting a hand from Roy, who's sitting on top. He doesn't help him up too much uh, after that, but uh, he does try to pull him out of the uh, the the grass, I guess. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Kelly immediately spills all the sugar. Uh, and, uh, Deke unfortunately falls on top of the lawnmower that cuts him up real good and pulls him away. Yep. Uh, and they decide, well, what are we going to do now? Oh, we'll go ahead and run to the lake because they have to get away from a lawnmower. So how do you get away from a lawnmower? You get away from it by going into water right. instead of, on you know, land. On, on land because <laughs> that's what they got to do. Uh, but uh, Roy was able to put uh, throw a, a a block of serious putty on top of the uh, the lawnmower. <laughs> not silly putty. It's not silly putty. It's serious it's putty. C four. Uh, but it is very old C four, which uh, apparently makes it very unstable. Which I I don't know if that's what it does. But all right. Uh, so they they get out. They start to run because the uh, the lawnmower. The lawnmower has hit the van so many times that it has caused the van to, I guess, flip over. And then it attacked the van again, and the van started catching fire, so they had to run. So they run towards the lake, and that's when the van explodes. And I guess Roy got tired of all this crap, so he pulls out three of the balls, the balls from the people who died, Mm -hmm. and he puts them down, and first one shoots it at the... He pops it right directly into the blades. Second one pops it right directly into the blades. Third one, and I want to say that this was probably Shooter's. Uh, or Squires, not Shooter McGavin, because uh, that's a completely different movie. Squires, Squires was the orange ball. Was the orange one? Yeah, yeah. So it pops up into the air, hits the uh, the C four on top of the lawnmower, and it immediately ignites, and it begins to explode, and they get down because the lawnmower goes directly into the water and then explodes real big, yeah, like super big, yes. Like they spent probably the majority of their money on exploding that lawnmower. <laughs> it's a big explosion. 
Uh, and everybody's safe. Yeah. Uh, we see our two heroes walking, I guess, towards the 19th hole to get a well-deserved drink. Uh, the credits come up. We get uh, some over the uh, the the air, uh, just you know, kind of explanation. An interview with the police officer. Yes, the police chief uh, explains that this was his entire plan. Uh, unfortunately, they lost Deke. He was a a brave patriot, but a strange, uh, misunderstood man. Uh, and while this is all happening, we then fade back in to see the guy who was trimming his hedges before, mm -hmm. uh, and his wife starts yelling, "Is like, come inside? They killed the machine!" And he runs inside, and as he does, he's left his hedge clipper out there, and it begins a vroom, vroom, is that really the song? It was trying to do the 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 Jaws thing. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. It was trying to. That's why. Like, I didn't even catch that. And then it goes hedges just when you thought it was so safe to trim your lawn again. Yes. So I guess that was gonna be Blades too. I loved it. I thought it was the greatest thing. In I love this entire movie. I cannot go watch it. Go watch it. It's on Tubi. It's free. Thank God it's free. It's nicely done, too. So the nice part was was that it was cleaned up. This it was. was. A, this was a good, solid movie. Uh, it didn't have a whole lot of grain except for the one part where they were doing the spot welding and all that kind of stuff. That was that was an odd bit. Um, it's it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I, I know that uh, some people might think it's a little bit boring, but if you're going into this expecting Jaws, you will get everything that you wanted out of it. I thought it was, I thought it was great. I'm going to give this... Oh, I'm going to give this about an 8. I'm going to give this 8 Deeks Falling Into the Blades out of 10. I enjoyed it. Uh, I loved it. I loved this this movie. I'm probably not going to watch it repeatedly, but probably every, you know, every summer. This is a summer movie. Oh, God, wait to watch it again? Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> yeah, this is this is definitely... I mowed a lot of lawns when I was growing up. Like, I mowed... And, and then, like, I had to do a push mower on that acre that we had. Good Lord. And it was like... Huge high grass. So this is just hilarious to me. <laughs> and and I had a family who was into golfing. I, I that was one of the big sports at my school. Uh, so I you know the fact that we have both of those it just kind of nostalgias into me. I'm just like oh my god this is hilarious. Then the fact that this is clearly Jaws and there's they like I said it is done so well that it they they don't keep winking at the the camera. They're not making off like you know like sight jokes they're just like ah yes no completely straight there's not a whole lot of visual puns either except for like the fencing or the jason and even those are so like you know low-key that you're like oh that's a joke <laughs> well the fencing one was kind of not as low-key like that one was that pretty was much a like, little what the bit hell? much but it, the it jason one yes still funny yeah the jason but, one yes I well, how did you feel about it uh i'm actually gonna give it a six out of ten uh we'll do six out of ten crazy uh lawnmowers <laughs> crazy lawnmowers just crazy, crazy lawnmowers ones. yeah so like i i said if you want to go into watching this movie uh, my suggestion would be either watch jaws at the very beginning another good movie that's kind of like this movie uh to kind of get you in the vibe for it maximum overdrive where all the uh the oh yeah where everything goes all crazy yeah and the stuff. cars yeah, start yeah, yeah. coming to life and stuff like that uh this kind of had that vibe to it i i enjoyed it this is um a lot of cocaine was done to make this movie, I think. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and I, I'll say I didn't mind Robert North that much. I'm a little surprised he didn't do much more after that. Again, he had that hangdog look, but it worked well for him uh, for what he was trying to do in this one. Uh, Victoria, uh, whatever the heck her name was, the girl who played Kelly, I, not so much. Uh, she was she was okay, but she, yeah, I don't know. 
Jeremy Whalen, though, I think he should have done a lot more stuff because he was able to do a spot-on guy with the boat from Jaws. Like it was, <laughs> it was like, and he played it. He's he's sitting there telling you this story about his dad dying, and he's it's it's like he's being serious about the whole situation because his dad got killed by a possessed lawnmower. Mm-hmm. I I love it. I love the whole situation. But what about you? Did you enjoy this movie? Do you think of it as being a good one? Do you have any other horror comedies that you think are, are great? Uh, you know, how do you feel about uh, lawnmowing or golfing? I don't know. Reach out to us. Let us know. Uh, easiest ones to reach us out to is at our email address. That's going to be ESAT3AM at gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ESAT3AM. Uh, or you can go to our website, ESAT3AM.com. And on there... If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can go ahead and do that. There is a link on the on the site. Click on it, and we'd love to hear from you. But uh, until next time. Yeah, we'll see you soon. And for... Smile, you son of a bitch. Bye.